I was there. I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> this week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. I am Todd from goodcleanfunlife.com. And I am Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva. A podcast <laughs> about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. Um, and, you know, kind of along those lines, it is, I wonder how long it will take to shake off the bonds of radio. No one mm. clicks on this show and doesn't know what it is by the time I start talking. Right. Because it's got the title. It's got the yep. description. Yeah, it's got, you know, and um, I listen to a lot of like uh, like comedy podcasts and stuff like that, that um, that are very like morning radio. And like, you know, I'm, you're you're back on like it would be like, you know, you're listening to the, you're we're back on Day Drinking on Delmarva. And our guest is, you know, yeah. Patty Backer from Backer Art or whatever. Like, yeah, no, we, no, we didn't go to commercial. Nobody went away. Nobody's tuning in in the middle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, we know what we're in for. Just tell us. Yeah. Oh, hi. We're yeah. here to talk. <laughs> hi. Hi. We're two middle-aged white men that uh, have a podcast. But we have a podcast. Yeah. So that's what makes us different from, from others, <laughs> other middle-aged women. So we've been away for a while. We are not sorry for that, but we did miss you. We missed one another, I think. And mm-hmm. yeah. uh, we're ready to get back into it for the next six weeks before we have to <laughs> take a random month off again. <laughs> but we're going to go back to our roots a little bit this uh, this episode. And mm-hmm. I think we're going to de- um, devote a lot of it to uh to social media which is something that we talk about regularly our own small approaches because we do things a a little differently i mean every market is different and every person is different and a lot of these kind of big picture suggestions Mm -hmm. you know i uh for my day job i i write for a funeral magazine i cover the funeral industry and we have all sorts of experts who are like this is how to do social media and this is how to do social media and god bless them but a lot of times their job is really just saying this is what to do on social media they don't have to actually do anything on social media they give talks about how to be on social media they give presentations they make Mm. white papers they make uh what what are the other ones called uh when you give yeah. a description of what happened, uh, case studies, they do case studies, but right. you know, they don't they sell an up, online, they sell an online course, they sell online courses, but they don't actually have to do or live with the consequences. And I mean, God bless them. I, I wish I could get people to pay me to tell them what to do without me having to prove that I can do it. And then right. if, if they, if they don't do it well enough, I say, well, you should have tried harder. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm always suspicious about, um gurus yes and i think for good reason but we're not gurus we're just we're just sharing what we learned the hard way and what we're trying and when it's working and when it's not working um and this time we're gonna this week we're gonna talk about the creative aspect that can and maybe ought to go into your social media posts because i read a horrible one today that you know um it wasn't for the magazine but it was in doing research for the magazine. And the, 
the uh, the I so the 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 point of the article was you should just keep reposting the same things every couple mm. months because people miss them and they need to see them. And this treadmill, the social media treadmill, I think is I think is I think the treadmill aspect of it is over. I think you have to do something that the difficulties and I'm sorry I didn't give you a chance to talk yet. This is actually Todd's <laughs> idea. It's gonna be his commercial in a second. But it's all right. This is in a the, five minute lead in to my commercial. Yeah. In the in the 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 ever-changing fast rushing world of AI and mm. in the ever-changing fast rushing world of um of of social media ads, it's time, I think. I'm sorry, I think people would do well to realize that you can buy reach and you can mm. buy content. What mm. you can't buy is quality. You have to know and choose quality. Like any mm. idiot with a $20 a month chat GPT account can do everything that I can do, but they can't do it well because they don't know and they don't care. The difficulty is neither does the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's the hard part. So uh, each week we're sponsored by a business that we like. It is uh, usually one of us. This week it is Todd from Good Clean Fun Life Productions. And uh, go ahead, do your commercial. Go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we do things. We make things. We've been in, we've been in business for coming up on ten years. We've started as creative people making uh, just making blog posts uh in the early stages of the internet and talking about what's going on in ocean city you know you think about this podcast that we've started now a, a billion years ago and the reason we do this podcast is because we're we're both creatives you're a writer i like to make the make movies and or videos and uh and this was just like a, a next natural extension of that and we have always put it in the framework of where we live because, you know, why not be like super niche for, for right. this area? Why, why make yeah. sure there's no way anyone could ever advertise because the <laughs> yeah. ROI on it is ridiculous. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, it, it makes sense. And, and you're right uh, in that uh, we're not the experts talking about how to find the best deals in Ocean City. It's just, I mean, we're really just creatives talking about shit that we do uh and we happen to be in this in this area right so if that's if that's what you're into <laughs> welcome and and thank you uh thank you for sticking with us um well i it is a sticky time and this is this is part of my my introduction to your to your commercial because it's it's there is this need to distinguish yourself from mm. from people who are crank people the, the distinguished people who make things from people who crank things out, I think. Yes. Well, and, and so what I would say is we are, this is going to sound kind of Gary V ish. We're relationship builders, you know, um, that is what, uh, you know, that's what floats my boat. Right. I, uh, I like making things that people have a positive reaction to, and I like making things for other people, businesses, small businesses, you know, little, little showcase stuff, uh, here and there, you know, you mentioned Patty Backer at the top of the show and that's somebody that 
10, 10 plus years ago on our website, we did an artist profile on, and, you know, we have been very successful in uh, gathering a great uh, group of clients that we have a great relationship with the starboard being one of the biggest ones, Freeman stage being a huge one. Um, but we also have a lot of, uh, you know, other ancillary work that we, that we've done and relationships that we've, that we've built. And I think that the slog of turning things out for the sake of turning things out has, uh, has taken a little bit of our toll. And as we were away down on, down in Florida, just soaking up the sun and, and really not working, which is unusual for us. Uh, you know, we we kind of had the thought of we need to go back to uh, back to basics and basics for us were in 2008 when we were too poor to have a, a significant bar tab. So we would just go to the bar and to do something, we would take pictures um, right. of people having a good time, eventually bands, eventually, you know, uh, people were like, hey, you want to can we pay you the to do that. And we're like, Oh yeah, definitely. So, um, so we're, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of the the thought and like a return to sort of the creative side of things. Um, and, 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 you know, the, the adage, of course, the cobbler's kids have no shoes are, uh, you know, refocusing on our brand on, on good, clean fun and GCFL productions, um, you know, just to, just to, I don't know, get, get some shoes for, uh, for that brand. Just, just a little bit, you know, we're not going anywhere with the clients we have, um, or from the clients we have, but you know, change is inevitable. And I think it's important to focus on what your, on what your bread and butter is. Well, you came to the right guru today because I have a solution. (laughs) Man, what a hook. (laughs) Yeah. Um, for those of you who do not follow me on um, social media, on Instagram specifically, actually, on it doesn't matter. And most of you don't. Few people do. I don't begrudge anyone. Um, but I will put uh, one of my one of my recent posts in the show notes. I read a, an article about six weeks ago that really changed my entire perspective on how to do social media as an independent writer creator type person and it it, i'm gonna i'm going to i'm gonna share i'm gonna share what 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 the hook was but then i'm just gonna i'm gonna read what the hook was and then i'm just gonna Mm. tell you what i did with it um it is from a blog and links in the show actually it's from a Substack. links in the show notes called what works and the headline is sorry not sorry self-promotion doesn't work and then the Mm. The second, uh, the the subhead is if you hate promoting yourself on social media, I've got good news. It wasn't working anyway, <laughs> which I love. And the yeah. the blog starts out with talking about what um, the writer Corey Doctorow called the insidification of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to read here, and I'm sorry. So this is from Tara McMullen. You should definitely subscribe to this or at least follow her on, on Substack because it, some, some of her stuff is super cool. Some of the stuff I could live without. So, uh, But this is super cool. Um, and it says, in shitification, and that is in shitification, um, 
describes the predictable lifestyle of so life cycle of social media platforms. First, platforms are super. Oh, come on. I'm so sorry. That's um, first, platforms are super generous to users. Then they squeeze users and behave super generously to advertisers. Then they squeeze advertisers to create a super generous profit margin for their shareholders. And what started as a cool new place to hang out online becomes a shitty shadow of its former glory. Mm. Um, And then she goes on to describe the solution that I'm about to share with you and the reason that I've undertaken the project that I've undertaken. So the project that I've undertaken, one of a million different stupid little side projects I do um, I belong to be real. I, I do the be real thing mm-hmm. um, where you take a picture of yourself at a random time during the day. It tells you when to take the picture. Once I take the picture, then I make a video of the best sentence that I've written so far that day. Right. Um, and that's, and that's it. It's a, it's a 20 second long video. Sometimes it's 25 seconds. Sometimes it's 18 seconds. Um, Yesterday, I actually had to change sentences because I kept reading it and I realized, well, it's a run on sentence. You need <laughs> you need a period there. You can't just put the cool stuff in because you don't have any good sentences. If you don't have any good sentences, I mean, certainly there is a time in the future where my sentence is going to be something like, sure, be there in a bit or something like that. <laughs> the best but, thing you've written that day, right? I mean, right, you right. Know, well, what if it's at six o'clock in the morning, you know, and my wife... So my wife sometimes in in her in her silly silliness, it's not laziness. It really is just like kind of like a silly thing we do. Um, on the weekends when she wakes up, I'm already up, and she'll ask if there's coffee. Like she'll text me. She won't even like, get up. <laughs> I'm like, not getting out of bed until I'm coffee. going back to bed. Right, and so yeah. it'll be like yes, that'll be my sentence for the day. Um, but it does encourage me to make sure I start writing early, and it does keep in mind that I'm going to have to be held accountable for Mm -hmm. what I've done before the day is over. But the tip that I got from this article was that you can use social media. You don't stop making things for social media, right? Make things that you're making on social media. And so Mm -hmm. I stopped doing social media because I couldn't think of anything to put on there. But then once it occurred to me that, wait, no, I can literally just read something that I've already written today. No extra work, no extra time, no sitting around planning out on a Sunday. Okay. What am I going to post on Thursday? What, you know, is, is one o'clock a good time to post my blogs is three o'clock a good time to post them. There's no good answer to those questions. There never has been. And it's time to stop beating yeah. your head against a wall over them. But yeah. like, this is this was like that Jerry Maguire kind of essay where I just like read it and felt liberated, you know, and I don't I don't yeah. mean I don't think I don't think anybody can go fire her. I think that she just works on her own. So that's that's convenient for her. But uh, it, it was it was a real it's a very insightful article. I encourage you to read it again. Link in the show notes. But this idea that, so for instance, if I were going to advise Good Clean Fun Life as the guru that I am, what I would say is when you're out on assignment, uh, Natalie should be taking pictures of you and posting them on your Instagram. This is Todd working. You know, this is me doing my editing for today. Just, this is what I do. You know, people, a lot of people are watching my stupid fucking it's dumb. I can't believe. I mean, thank you for watching it, but it's dumb that anyone watches just me going. 
hi, this is the best sentence I've written all day. Sentence. That's it. Yeah. I, it's, it's genius in its simplicity. I, I, I do really like it. And you're a good writer too. Uh, you know, like. I usually have a good sentence around that, that at least people will be like, oh, that's, I wonder what that's with. Cause they, that's the other thing. I don't have a niche, right? I'm not yeah. writing the same. Sometimes I'm writing about the funeral business. Sometimes I'm writing about like tax programs. You know, sometimes right. I'm writing about murderers. Sometimes I'm writing about child rapists, <laughs> Yeah, you know? And sometimes I'm writing about kooky advertising I saw in a 1950s magazine. So rather right. than try to set people up for a niche that I can't deliver on, I'm like, yeah, here it is. Here's my scattershot life. If mm -hmm. this is the kind of thing you're interested in, this is the kind of thing I do. And I don't have yeah. to try to find my audience. I just keep doing this and my audience will find me or they won't, but it won't be for lack of trying. And I won't waste my time working for Facebook to do it. Well, and I've said this before too, and I haven't thought about it in a while, but it's also um, do what you would, like you said, do what you normally would do, just do it on social media. And what you end, what ends up happening is you build a body of work, right? You know, so we have this podcast that we've been doing uh, every other month, <laughs> um, but we, you know, we've been doing it for such a long time that there's this you know, there's this great uh, collection of stuff that that we've done. And, um, you know, I have been uh, and I'm proud of the fact that I've been the voice of the starboard for the for the past 10 years, uh, you know, and it's not something that I uh, bring up first at parties. But if somebody is entered and this happened in Florida, we have friends from, from the Dewey area. If somebody's introducing me to somebody and they're familiar, the person that I'm being introduced to is familiar with the starboard. Oh, this is, this is Todd. He does all the videos for the starboard. Right. And, uh, you know, like that is a, uh, the, 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 the type of video that I've done in the past 10 years has changed and probably the past year was the worst of it because I'm ch because in some cases chasing trends and, and and that sort of thing, and um and yeah I don't I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's the way to go I think uh, focusing on doing what you want to do and letting the audience find you or not find you is going to be a better way to promote any brand um, you know. E You've been, I mean, and of course we're guilty of this, but you've mentioned before, it's like just posting a picture of a sandwich really gets somebody to be like, right. oh, they have sandwiches there. I'm going to go. And I mean, we do post a lot of cocktails, which I think has a little bit more of a, a mouthwatering uh, yeah. reaction to it. But the stuff that does well is the people stuff. Right. And um Long way of saying too, like back to even mentioning the AI stuff, and you're talking about, um, you know, the skill level, but it's also the authenticity level, right? I, I you know, yes. they, they will AI will be able to replicate. They'll be they could AI could listen to the past ten years of this podcast and produce one of you and I, and it would sound it would sound just like it. Just I did I send you the thing that my boss did of my no. my AI voice. No, did you did you uh, he did you he, have your voice done? He had my voice done. He he just ran it through like a one of the free ones. Like yeah, here's the voice replicated with something that, and it was 
it was uh it was it was when i heard it i'm like i don't think i recorded that and i'm like oh wait that's not really me the the cadence was just barely off yeah um it was an uncanny valley kind of thing so anyway go ahead i'm sorry but but it is you know that that is concerning but it's like at the same time you just got to keep doing it right and um you know i i I can't like the starboard the thing that the thing that kind of separates you and Nat is that you have a general a genuine joy in what you're doing you have an affection Mm -hmm. for your subject Mm -hmm. and that is something not only that AI can't do it's that it's not even what AI is for and one of the things that I can tell as as just I mean I've been a, a writer and an editor for a very very long time and whether whether a whether a story is AI or not is immaterial. You can tell if a writer doesn't care. And I don't care mm. if it's an AI writer or if it's a regular writer that's being forced to write, give me 1500 words on why you should arrange your funeral in advance. No, it's bad. Like yeah. want to tell the story or don't tell it. And one right. of the things that you guys are, one of the things I think that kind of makes your guys's uh, work pop is that these you're like this is what people want to know this is what people need to know you're really in charge of distilling what's out there for the people that will appreciate it the most mm-hmm. and that's not something that it's not something that can be done effectively for the perfect audience it can be done okay for everybody but getting right. the right audience, getting the audience, getting an audience who appreciates the fact that you care means you have to care. And AI right. isn't built to care. It doesn't have a care button yet. You know, no. it just has a, this is the, this is the world as I see it button. Right. Right. This is a, it's a, co- it's a copycat. Yeah. Yes. I, I, and I think that's uh you know, so that's the, that's the focus is going back to the, some of the, the storytelling. You know, I always I, I always kind of cringe when I say storytelling, but even well, it's, in, it's e- not it's not our fault. It's not our fault yeah. that the idiots I, I like to say sin and people are like you're not religious. I'm like, what's well, not my fault? They took the word. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's a good word. It's not my fault. The idiots use it. Right, right. Yeah. But I mean that that is that is what the focus is. And you know, again, authenticity and joy, like you're like you're saying, is uh is the cornerstone of what we do and the relationships too. I don't think it all, you know, so touchy feely, but I mean, that is, that is a big, like, I mean, I, it, when I think about the Freeman stage, I've, I've spent, I mean, 20 years involved in some capacity with, uh, with the, with the Freeman organization. Uh, you know, I'm very dear friends that I've, known that I've lost that, you know, that, that there's so much depth and breadth, uh, to that relationship, uh, with an organization and our organization that like it, that's, that's gotta come through and just the, the little stuff that we do. Yeah. So that's, uh, that. I'm sorry. That's, I, I that's thought... our 20 minute, co- that's our 20 minute commercial. On... That's our 20 minute commercial. I got, on... I, I, I did get a hundred years ago this, uh, I, you know, last night I, I went through and it's, we've had a pretty positive show. And the thing I found is a little depressing. So I'm just going to okay. men- mention it. Maybe I'll just wait till the end to mention it. Cause I do, um, I do want to talk about something else that I wrote 
this week that will be out on Thursday. And that kind of touches this. My wife collects, my wife does collage and she's real good at it, but she buys hundreds, a thousand to 2000. There are so many books and magazines. Like if she sees a magazine and it's cheap and it's from, before 1960, she's probably going to buy it. Same thing with a book with a lot of pictures in it. Yeah. And so recently she bought a lettering book, like from the 1950s. Like, so something that I found out, and it makes sense, but I did just find it out, is that for magazine ads up until pretty recently, um, they were hand lettered because you had to make the fonts pop and you had to make your own fonts, the fonts that were available for printing. You know, if you wanted something distinguished, it was very expensive to make your own. It was cheaper to have a guy with his own office than to have to come up with a different, you know, metal letter to stamp on the printing press when you, when you went to press. Um, and, and so like, and this guy's like, if you're a letterer, you'll always find work. And I'm like, well, ha 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 old crazy man from the 1950s. Uh, but then I looked him up and yeah, there's a, there's a font named after him today. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like what he meant was, and this is something that I didn't know about design and design and fashion. My, my, I have a niece who's in, who's in fashion school and, Fashion has always been a blind spot for me, as has design. Also a little architecture. I can name some architects. I can name a designer or two, like Halston, you know. (laughs) But, you know, and now I can name I can name Mortimer the uh, the letterer. Um, (laughs) His last name escapes me. Mortimer Murray, I feel like. But I could be mistaken. Um, But the idea was that you would have to you do the regular font and then you'd embellish it to mm-hmm. make it pop more. So his skill was teaching students how to use the fonts that they had already had and make them look better on the page. Just like mm-hmm. where to shade it, where to deepen it, where to, you know, extend the, um, the, the serif. Uh, serif. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. a serif joke in my, in my article. <laughs> um because i wrote it and i'm like i, don't I love even a know good what i love a good serif joke well I, I i i put a picture i put an l there and i'm like and i don't even know what the little thing coming off the l is called and then a couple parts later i'm like oh wait it's a serif exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> so so um so this idea that you know lettering remains important is just done in a different way Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so I encourage you to go to uh, buytonyrusso.com and and read that if it's Thursday or later, because I think it'll be out Thursday morning. Um, I have and, something that, uh, that I, you know, seeing as how we are the the gurus of what's happening in Ocean City, uh-huh. it's uh, I think uh, I I think it would be remiss not to mention twenty seven minutes into the show that the big announcement for Ocean's Calling has uh, has came out today as we uh, as we are recording. Oh. Um, so that was the big the big show last year 
down on on the beach in in Ocean City, right downtown. And uh, and yeah, they just released the the new the new lineup, and it it looks pretty good. It's definitely, I would say, focused towards uh, my generation. The you know little uh, uh, little Gen X. But yeah, uh, that that Noah Khan was an good. accident. Was that was an accidental? Like I don't think anybody expected him to to blow up right before you know Ocean's Calling. Right, um, right. But so, they, uh, I'm I'm pulling it up here, but. Um, Blink 182, uh, whoops, uh, oh, hang on, I'm sorry. That's I okay. thought I had it, I thought I had it already. Well, in the meantime, I'll share my mildly depressing news. A hundred years ago today, <laughs> uh, February 27th, as we record this, Laurel voted to buy a new fire truck. There were 2,400 and some odd votes to buy the new fire truck. And I'm like, 2,500 people in Loro 100 years ago seems like a lot. Maybe, you yeah. know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but all of them, like, those were the people who voted for, like, so how many people? And so then I read on, and this is 1924, 100 years ago today. It was yeah. a Jim Crow vote. Uh, so the Jim Crow laws were laws that were supposed to keep black people from participating in government, even though they weren't slaves anymore. And in 1924, in 1924 to vote in Laurel, you got one vote. Are you ready? Are you sitting down for yeah. every dollar you paid in property tax? <laughs> hey, that sounds like a great idea. You should do that. <laughs> I know that there are people, I mean, there are people who I talked to in Berlin who, who believe that they're like, yeah. we oh, should, yeah. we should, we should all, we should get to vote based on how much taxes we pay. I mean, I don't live here, but I own a business here. And why shouldn't I get a say? Well, cause you don't live here. That's why you shouldn't get a say <laughs> the same reason you don't get a say in whether or not, you know, they keep uh, apartheid in South Africa. You don't live there. You don't get the vote. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was just, the brazenness of it, the 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 openly, yeah, we just make you, we just we just you can only vote. So like renters can't vote. I mean, most most renters yeah. were, were black people, but there were white people also who couldn't vote because they weren't renters, and they were like, we would rather alienate poor white people than allow black people, and that's right. really nothing's changed a lot. It's just harder to do now, I guess. So that was a little bit of the depressing stuff. So all right, who's coming up for Ocean's Calling? We'll end. Big. So we've yeah. <laughs> We've come a long way in a hundred years, and we have uh, <laughs> Blink Blink One Eighty Two, uh, the Killers, and Dave Matthews Band. Uh, County oh, wow. Crows, County Crows, Boys to Men. I'm 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 trying to hit the ones that I'm thinking that you would know. Bare Naked Ladies. I've known all of the bands so far. Uh, then we get into the the Beach Boys. Have you ever heard of them? They've been. They um, used to come every year. They used to play yeah, Sunset. Yeah, John Stamos played with them one year, That's right? And then, and I, th I feel like we've had a conversation a, about this because they, the Beach Boys, played Freeman Stage like a number of years in a row. Um, but then, once you find out like that, it's just the one guy who is really the biggest jerk of them all. It's kind of like yeah, Mike Love and John Stamos, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, a bunch of others: Sublime, Three Eleven. 
Uh, and of course, OAR and Friends. Um, it was a great show last year. We had a tremendous time. I feel like all the bez- businesses downtown who were inside of the footprint of the festival did very well. And even ones outside, from my talking to people, seemed to seem that it was really a, a really good weekend. And as of right now, prices, uh, I guess tickets will go on sale uh, this week, the 29th of February, leap year day. And um, and they look to be similar to what they were last year. So it's not like a huge ticket increase, but we will uh, we'll see how bad the you know surge pricing and all that is. But that's fun. That's, yeah. you know, you tune in, you tune into the show to find out about what's going on on Delmarva and you have to listen to us babble for a half hour before you actually get some substance. Uh, stuff, Anyone so. who's quote tuning in <laughs> with the expectation of news to yeah. uh, a show called day drinking on Delmarva deserves what they get. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's a pleasure to be back and uh, make sure you follow us. On uh, on you can follow us on Substack as well. It's uh, day drinking on Delmarva. If you are listening to this, click on the show notes. Um, starting soon, Apple will be putting transcripts automatically to make oh, cool. shows easier and more searchable. We could we could we could finally see a bump. yeah we could we could see a bump just because like we talk about interesting stuff. We just don't tell anybody. But if Apple's telling yes. people for us. That yeah. might help. Um, Thanks, that Apple. meeting is tonight at seven o'clock. I'm going to a meeting with Apple. Um, anybody can go, <laughs> but I'm going to watch it live or listen to it live and I will report back. Um, yeah. But uh, for now, that's pretty much all I got. How about you? Uh, I got nothing else. All right. Well, remember next time until next time at the beach. It's happy hour. Whenever you say it is. <laughs>